Good morning. Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Taste my steam pleasure to have on. He's an actor extraordinaire, Mr. Antonio McKay. How are you today? Hey, how are you, Doc? How are you doing? Very good, buddy. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. No problem. How you been holding up through all this pandemic stuff, my man? Um, making the best of it, trying to make uh, lemonade out of lemons, as they say. <laughs> right on, man, right on. So you've been just kind of bobbing and weaving like the rest of us. Yeah, exactly. Trying to trying to um, stay in shape and broaden my mind and doing a lot of things that people always say they don't have time to do. Right, no right. Yeah, somebody told me they lost to COVID-19. I think I found it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Man, it's hard. It's hard when you're not doing everything you normally do, right? Yes, definitely. But like I said, yeah, now's the time. Well, it's almost. Hopefully, it's almost over. But, right, right, right. I hear um, you. Your lips are God's yeah, ears, brother. This, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now, let me ask you a question. Now, I mean, congratulations, by the way, on the success of uh, Sagrada Negra. It, it is absolutely. I got caught up in it, man. I'm watching the previews of some things, and I'm watching some trailers, and I'm watching some bits, and I'm like. Man, you had you guys already had me engulfed in this. Oh, good. That's the idea. Yeah, the I mean, main thing is, is to make sure it's, it's, it's entertaining. Different, sorry, I didn't hear that. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I think I rolled over you. I apologize. I, I said it's it, it's different though. I mean, it, it has a it has a different vibe. It's you have to combine like five shows together it's, to kind of make this because uh, you can go exactly. all the way from like a dynasty type thing. Yeah, exactly. We did this. It's part of like... Go ahead, you give it. Like the Sopranos, Dallas, Dynasty, um, uh, who knows, various soap operas, um, The Godfather. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's pretty... Desperado. All sorts of different movies and television shows that I, that I liked when I was younger and even now, as well as, um, you know, some new twists and turns. Right. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you always want to be an actor? Um. Yes, I just never admitted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've been acting for a bit, man. I mean, you know, yeah. you acted on yeah, a couple yeah. of my favorite shows. I mean, The A-Team and, and Trapper John. That's what yeah. I saw. You had street cred right there with me. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I started acting when I was like 17 years old, um, professionally. But... Um, yeah, it's been a long ride. Who 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 did Luckily. you look up to, man? Is it like actors as a kid? I mean, you know, that that's you know, um, who were like your deals. Like on TV, who did you say? Yeah, man, he's the cat. On TV, oh, that's funny. Um, when I was white, when I used to, <laughs> I grew up. Actually, you know who I? You're gonna laugh. No, nah, man. But I thought I always thought like Starsky from Starsky and Hutch was Paul like Mike so Glazer cool. Loved him. <laughs> yeah, he was so cool to me. He was funny and he was slick and you know he drove that Ford Torino, which looks like a giant tomato. Yeah, that that Ford Torino way he used to drive and the way he used to like. He had a cool you know, forty five. He had a nineteen eleven Ford Colt forty five. It was badass. Yeah, yeah, that was Hutch's. No, yeah. Hutch had the three fifty seven Magnum. Three fifty seven Magnum. That's right. That's right. And, You're right. Starsky, Starsky. Yeah, how can I mistake that? Yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Starsky because you know had had the, had the nineteen eleven Colt. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was, well, I always thought it was, he was the coolest guy on TV. Well, at least that. when I was 10. <laughs> right, right. And he's still a pretty cool cat. Um, yeah. Let me ask, so, so in movies, who kind of hit you, man? In movies, um, I always wanted to be, like, when I was growing up, 
or at least when I was a little baby, my mom used to love Errol Flynn. Oh, yeah. So every time an Errol Flynn movie would come on TV, she used to like, I, mean, I don't remember it, but I, from the way I'm growing up, I must have really taken that in because right. she used to watch all these old Errol Flynn movies with me on her lap. <laughs> I got you, man. And I always wanted to be like a pirate or a, or Robin Hood or <laughs> those guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, and as I, I grew up, I'm I started to I'm a year do research you. into old movies and old movie stars like Clark Gable and all those guys. Um, but I was the first guy I saw in the movies who emulated who I wanted to be like was Billy D. Williams, actually. Oh, yeah, man. You guys know him as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> and I always liked his style. And then, of course, you know. It became kind of a um, image that I always wanted to. I said, "Now that's the kind of image I want as a movie star." Oh man, because he's so doggone smooth. I mean, your Billy D's just so cool. You know, I mean, it's yeah, just, exactly. He, he's like a uh, I was one of that smooth, uh, those kind of characters. You know, gotcha. I always gravitated towards that. Yeah, see, you and I, I'm, I'm a year older than you, so I, 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 I can dig your era of watching. And I think we had a really cool thing because back then. You still had a lot of the black and whites and the old school movie star movies, like what I call the real movie stars of movies back in the day, you know. Yeah, the golden age. The golden age. Right? And, and we still grew up with a lot of that along with westerns and cops and robber shows and whatever else it is. But we kind of grew up in one of those great eras of the mixture yep. of things, kind of the where the torch was being passed, but we still recognized mm -hmm. old Hollywood as being, you know, like you said, the golden age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, so and I think that's a shame. Really that now, you know, it's it's been so decimated. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you ain't you ain't kidding. I mean, I yeah. say, man, I, I remember watching, if, if, if I knew, I mean, I've been to some of the, you know, like you've been to a bunch of the big parties, but I would have mm -hmm. I would have given a bunch of those away to go back and oh, hang yeah. out in one of those big time parties, man. Yep. Where yeah. all, the, you know, all the stars were actually stars and not, <laughs> not, not influencers and TikTokers, yeah. <laughs> hey man, yeah, they, they got they got their spot, man. But you know, I mean, I will tell you what, when I when I when you go to a, a an event, then this guy had as many Oscars or as many nominations as yeah. this guy or whatever, you know. Right. Everybody mm -hmm. was a pretty even keel, except for the one guy that had a couple, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I want to be just like him." You right. Know? Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But you, so so you got so you go up through this. So so did you all of a sudden? Did you have a lot of? Uh, work from the beginning man you were 17 i mean you're pretty lucky cat yeah pretty lucky i cat. had it was weird okay so i came to la right in the smack dab in the middle of um prince and michael jackson and philip michael thomas and all those kind of guys oh yeah were hot and i be, i i had the right look of hollywood at that time right you know so because of that, I got a whole lot of things really quickly. You know, I, like I said, I got guest stars on these shows. I got, um, um, what do you call it, um, movie offers. Right. I, I started in a movie. My very first audition for a movie, I was I wanted to be in the star of the movie. No way. I thought, yeah, so I thought I was like, oh, I was on my way, you know. <laughs> so it was going to be easy after that. Then I thought out the reality of Hollywood is once you're no longer the hot property or the hot look or the hot thing they can't wait to get rid of you and go on to the next one <laughs> you so know all of a sudden 
that that's funny you said a martinez told me that he said yeah. one time he's he's you know he goes from being on santa barbara and this big deal and everything else he goes yep. to general hospital he says he one day he says he uh he says i can't think of the guy maurice uh bernard who plays uh-huh. uh, sunny corinthos Sonny Corinthos, right. Yeah, he sit there and he says, uh, look at us two cats sitting there talking about soap operas. <laughs> hey, yeah. I I I've been on them. I, I'm not I'm not ashamed. That was hard work, especially yeah, it's all real hard work. But anyway, yeah. so um he sit there and says, Hey, he says, you know, he's got all these lights, white lights shining up to, to make him look good. He said, Mine's mm-hmm. a little crooked. He said the guy in the tech went over to around, checks up and came back. When he came back, they had given his light to the Maurice. <laughs> Oh wow! Says, that's really? what I knew that I kind of stepped down on the bar. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. He says I wasn't quite the biggest dog in the in in the house anymore. You know. Yeah, it, it's it's a sad thing, but true. Yeah, but yeah, but dude, um, you're a good looking cat, man. And you got this, oh, you got that you. debonair about you, that whole debonair about you and stuff. And you can be a heelist heel, as I've seen you play. And I think yeah. that's so much fun playing the bad guy. It's so oh, much it, you know, fun. <laughs> yeah, I always say um, that if you have if you have your choice of the roles, and they say we want you to be the hero or the villain. If I have my choice, depending on the money, of course. Right. But if I have my choice, I'm gonna go for the bad guy every time. It's, bad guy always gets the best clothes he gets the best car he gets the best looking women he gets, he gets everything yeah and, and you <laughs> know the good, guy is, the good guy comes in and makes a save at the end okay yeah you know, he makes a save at the end right you even get you to know. beat up the good guy a couple of times come on yeah exactly there's <laughs> always that time you know? yeah i mean don't I get me wrong only... come at me with the right numbers you know i mean I'll, okay i can be the nice guy that's right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. right no like i said i i played the nice guy and stuff and but I do remember the one of the first, like I said, that first movie I was in, I was the lead, but the guy playing the villain, I like, damn, I got jealous. I'm like, he has all the good lines. He has all the, <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> did you learn a lot, man? You know, did you learn a lot? You know, here you are, young cat, your first big deal, you know, is a movie and you're on top. Did you learn a lot, uh, you know, kind of absorbing it all quickly, you know, because, man, that's, yeah. that, it, it's hard to kind of let them fall down from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, and you learn, like, you're not, one of the reasons we got into Sangre Negro was because you learn that you're not in control of your destiny unless you take control of it, especially in Hollywood. You know, you're always auditioning, you're at the whims of somebody else, right. and uh, if that person decides, well... I like, he's right for the role, but, you know, he reminds me of this guy who mistreated my sister or something. You know, it could be anything. And that could work <laughs> that good or bad. You, he might like you say, yeah, you'll play the good SOB, or out yeah. the door he goes, I never want to see him again. Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of times it has nothing to do with your talent. I know a lot of actors wonder, I did such a great audition. I said, there are a lot of great actors around. Yeah. So it's really the casting director's choice what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great uh, lesson. I think that's maybe the best lesson you are our young actors that are listening, or even even actors at all ages are listening. That you just taught them a great lesson there, Antonio, and I appreciate you sharing that bit of wisdom because I think that's really true. That a lot of times, you know, you go in there and you think, "Man, that was the best I've ever done," and you you're going out the door shaking your head, going, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, exactly. You know, and it might exactly. be just his coffee wasn't right. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, it could be anything. 
you know. But, I, but that's a real. I, I appreciate you sharing that, buddy, because that's that's a really important lesson. That sometimes, you know, I mean, you, make sure you don't give up. You know, mm-hmm. you don't sit there. Oh man, look, because you might get a couple of those. Oh yeah, you may get more than a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm being that. That's the, yeah, we're being honest. That's the truth. I mean, that, yeah. that, that is truth. I mean, is but like, are are you having a lot of fun doing this part, man? I mean, you you play. You oh know, yeah, a mob leader. I love it. Like I said, it, come on, man. It is um, <laughs> probably. I let's put it this way: it's a combination of all the roles I want to to play or I want to play. And so I try to get as much of <laughs> those things. You know, I want to play the mobster. You want to play the, the dashing leading guy. You want to play the um, the action guy. You want to play the, you know, comedy. Guy. Everything I want to do is wrapped up in this character. So, Yeah, you're a bit you're a bit of a smartass in it, if you don't mind me saying yeah. so. And I don't mean that in a disrespect to <laughs> you as as you, buddy. But you know, as as your as your as your person, your persona in the movie, you know, your, your part, you definitely are a bit of a smartass. And I and I like the idea because you are a bit hands on too. Yes, you know, yes. which kind of shows the old school kind of gangster. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, you blur the lines between the old school and new school gangsters. Yes, exactly. And there is there is a a line differentiating them and and also connecting them. You know. Yeah, I like, but I like that though. I like that man because mm-hmm. you show parts that um, I realized it from the little bit I've seen here and there. And I was like I said, I was going through bits and pieces of it here and there. Is that? But uh-huh. sometimes you grab the less is more part, which I think is a huge deal and I don't know if you realize that you do it on purpose as an actor and I hope I'm not giving something away or maybe I'm wrong but I think you give sometimes you give less is more and all of a sudden you feel your tension go up and it's like oh shit it's about to get it's about to get hot in here exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah you got it I and it's you're right I probably don't intend to do it but like I said because of my influences and because of the way I've um you know tried to live my tried to pursue my career I always had a particular goal you know and I always wanted to be a certain type of actor right let's put it that way I remember do you remember this old movie called uh I don't remember the name of it now anyway it was about I think Peter O'Toole was in it it was called uh damn I can't remember anyway he played like this Errol Flynn kind of character and stuff <laughs> and I remember in the in the the film, one of the characters said to him, you know, what kind of actor are you? And he said, I'm not an actor, I'm a movie star. Oh. <laughs> so I always thought, that's what I want to be. That's, that's top notch right there, man. I love that. You so, <laughs> along the way, I probably learned to act a little bit, but I always wanted to pursue that. Like, I want that. As long as you can keep on that image, like I said, it's it's a brand thing. Right, it's a brand. You know? I, I like that, man. Now, are you guys you know, considered I'm, a Noella? Are you guys considered a you know? Are you guys considered a nighttime soap or? Yeah, well, we were basically at at the beginning when we started to to produce the the first couple of episodes, but then it sort of evolved into more of a it's a, a drama action drama thing. Yeah, and now it's back to common. It's a combination of both. I would call it a. I would call it um, a soap opera. I'm not ashamed to call it soap opera. No. I, I think soap operas are good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So the best shows are soap operas, man. Yeah, the best shows are soap. But 
the difference is, of course, you know, you have it's nighttime, so it's shot multiple cameras and it's shot right rehearsals. Yeah, it's different than being on a soap, but um, it's just a story, you know. I guess the Sopranos is probably the closest to it. Yeah, combining that soap with the, you know, that mafioso movie thing. And now, of course, you you've learned the lines and nationalities, which I think is totally cool. Because then yeah. you got the, you got the old school on one side going one way, and then all of a sudden, that people want to bring it forward. No, it needs to be right now. And yep. you got the same side on the other deal. It is, you know, I I think that's really cool. The way things are are really, you know, you guys do blur a lot of lines in the uh-huh. way, and and then there's black and whites. No, it has to be this way. And yes. that's when the stuff really hits the fan. Yes, exactly. Exactly, and um, one of one of the great things about it is the diversity that we were sort of ahead of our ahead of everybody else. Not everybody seems to be jumping on the bandwagon, right? <laughs> but when we started, we were still a new thing, you know, a diverse cast, right? All these different nationalities and races and stuff intertwined, and never losing. We never lose the cultural quote identity other people like but we also don't emphasize it so after a while people just say oh wow it's a person playing a person don't worry about you know interracial this or or segregate you know we don't worry about any of that stuff we just keep it real how i walk outside this is what i see i see postmen who look a certain way and right you know bus drivers and they look a certain way and there's no <laughs> there's no je- there's no one way of everybody, you know. So, right, and you kind of come from that, right? I mean, yeah, you're you're, you're uh, you know, uh, what, what are you from Chicago, right? Yeah, I'm from Chicago, but my dad is Jamaican, and my mom is Jamaican Colombian. So I'm, <laughs> and I'm born in Chicago, so basically African American Jamaican Colombian. <laughs> right on, man. It, you, 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 with some Irish in there somewhere, I think. <laughs> I was kind of, yeah, yeah. With, with, with McKay, I kind of figured it kind of came there somewhere, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's an Irish in there somewhere. I just haven't found it yet, but <laughs> maybe <laughs> same, every St. Patty's Day, though, I find it for some reason. <laughs> right, right on, brother. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, look, I'm I'm half Cherokee Indian, half Mexican, and I and I look is as white as it can be until I get a suntan. So I mean, you Good. know, I mean, so it's kind of one of those things that just kind of, uh, you know, it's you, you have the perfect look for everything is, and they guess me for Irish before you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'm fun in here, so you know, you know what I'm saying, you know, what I mean, but uh, but I, I know I think it's great, like, and it gives you a great look, man. I mean, that is as growing up as a kid. You know, you're one of those cats that I looked at as Sister Charles saying with with your look now. I was like, man, I want my hair like that. I want the beard like that. I want I want the skin tone. I want I didn't want to wait the summer to get you know to, to get, to get the skin huh? tone. You know, I wanted to have Did a twenty four seven man. Yeah, yeah, I wanted it all the time, man, you know, and so you have that cool look about you. But I think that the thing of it is is when you when you go out and you produce your your you're kind of right on that mix of uh, you know, almost I think they could stretch you as far as they could go heel wise with you. But yet, I still think that you have that. You still show morals and a lot of your stuff, and I think that's what gives you a lot of credibility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's another thing. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I mean, the next I was really, 
I was um, pulling pieces apart. But, um, you know how yeah. hard it is to pull pieces apart of, of, a, of an actor on a show and turn to because I didn't have all the shows lined up right away. So I was pulling pieces of your best parts, man. Oh, really? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I YouTube got you. got you, brother. YouTube got you. <laughs> uh, you, you. You're doing some serious research. I like that. Yeah, man. But no, I mean, yeah. so it, the idea is, though, is it with now with the diversity of the show and you have some mm-hmm. great, you have a great cast. Mm-hmm. So, I oh, mean, thanks. did. And being one of those first shows to kind of branch all out like that is how's the continent? I mean, and I know obviously you're on the air in 48 countries, so it's just me and you know a couple of listeners and, and you. <laughs> but I mean, how's how's the continuity of a show as regards to the fact? Are you all really cool and pretty tight? Oh yeah, but definitely we have a really tight cast. You know, it's, it's almost like a family. Well, it's not almost. It pretty much is a family because this is, this hasn't been like an overnight success, it's, right? taken a while to get this thing to the point where it is so you you hang around you know you know we we reunite every time we film and right you know we go out together sometimes and you know everything is been very cool now just like any family there have been some intra-family squabbles sure of course of course i mean that that comes with it that comes with the territory territory. but there's nothing that hasn't been able to be squashed and you know, I love we that. Move on because you guys, you guys do come across on screen very well, and oh, you know, and and that's, I think, you know, to me, it looks like because you guys say some pretty heated things, you know, you guys, you know, you know, you guys don't play in your script, so no. you know, you have to have, even though you're an actor, a lot of times, you know, uh, like or you know, burn somebody's feelings or whatever else it is. So I like the idea because you guys throw pretty loosely at each other. So oh, I, yeah. think, I think that just, it makes it feel legitimate. Yes, That you exactly. guys launch stuff, just it kind of all of a sudden, boom, it's like this is what's going to go on, and it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And right. um, you the know. good thing about having good actors is that they can think on their feet. You know, we have some of the great improvisers. Yeah, for know. sure. I mean, um, do you guys... And, and like I said, congratulations on the success of this because I really think that, you know, this is really going to get a lot more traction. Yeah, we're hoping. You know, I mean... You we're guys working been, towards it, too, so... It was like your sixth year, right? Um, yeah. To get, I don't know, eight, a full eight episodes. Actually, the finale is going to be... Instead of an hour, it's like an hour and, and a half, so... But I would, I always tell people, you know, basically it's the equivalent of doing um, four or five feature films. You know, I'm thinking how long it would take to do that. Oh God! <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, today you're doing eight-hour-long on... episodes oh, of a show. <laughs> that's a lot of hours. That's that's like I said, four movies. Right, right. And that's maybe more than four movies because movies are usually an hour and a half. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's for sure. Now let me ask you yeah. a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll back for a second here and, and take you way back mm-hmm. for a minute. What what do you what do you remember now about like working on uh, you know some of your first shows back in the day? Oh, the like, real early thing when I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, brother, we all been there. I still question yeah. sometimes what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I would say the most important thing I've I've learned about this business didn't. I was doing a show, but the the interaction I had in the commissary 
actually <laughs> is what happened. Basically, I was doing, I can't remember, was it the A-team? Or I think it was the A-team. It could have been. Either the A-team or something else. Anyway, I was in the NBC commissary, so it had to be the A-team. That was done on NBC. Right. right. And um, I'm in the, the, the lunchroom, and I see this dude. And I say, I know, you know, who you know exactly because of the hair and the look. I say, oh, that's Michael Landon. Michael Landon sitting by himself in the NBC commissary. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm like, I'm so bro, I'm going to go up and talk to him. The one thing I never lacked of is confidence. Right, right. <laughs> anyway, so I go up and tell him, say, you know, I've always admired your work. I always wanted to be like you because then he was writing his own stuff and directing his own stuff and producing his own stuff, you know. Right. He basically took control of his career after Bonanza. Right. You know, after that, it was all Michael Landon Productions. Right. So I said, I want to be like you. So he said, yeah, sit down, let's talk for a minute. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. And um, so I'm talking to him and uh, just, you know, he's explained to me how, you know, he, he discovered the same thing I discovered later on. That you're not in control of your career, right. you know. You got to take control of it, and you know. He said, "If a little, you always, I always remember this." He said, "If a short little Jewish guy like me can do it, you can do it too." <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, sure, no. I never thought of him like that, but I guess right, you know. right, right, yeah. That's a, no, but that's, yeah. that's man. Thanks for sharing that, bro. That's a great story, man. Yeah. So I, I always remember Michael Landon. It's like I have a. A couple of things I do in the show, I just, you know, I remember I used to wear gloves on Bonanza, and I always used to think it was cool when I was little. I don't know why. So I, a lot of my scenes in uh, in Sanguinegra, I wear black gloves. It's like a subtle salute to Michael Landon. That is you awesome, know? dude. You just gave me chills, yeah. on and that's awesome, buddy. I got a lot of friends that work with him on Bananas. They're gonna Bananas. They're gonna uh, and and uh, Little House. They're gonna love yeah. that story, man. Yeah. I mean, and the sad thing is, I was supposed to be. He had a, a TV series called Us that was starting, and he said, "You know, I want you to be a guest star." After they got the green light, and they did, and then he died. He shot the pilot, and then he died. Oh, like, wow! Yeah, it was so messed up. Yeah, but, well, hey man, at least at least you 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 know it was there. You know, you yeah, know he came exactly, and, and exactly. he he wasn't a biester, man. You know, he kind of was pretty straight up. So that's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was definitely a, a cool guy. I can't. Uh, I have nothing had to say about that guy. Yeah, that that is really cool, man. That is awesome. I mean, and uh, you got and you, by the way, you probably have to hold the record for being on Jimmy Kimmel Live like the nine thousandth time. Yeah, a few times. I mean, you know, uh, it was uh, was was a fun being on Kimmel. Kimmel was a great guy, man. He, I mean, one thing I did learn about him was that he's probably the most down-to-earth TV star you'd see, especially, you know, because that's a high-pressure job. Right. People don't know how high-pressure the late-night Oh yeah. Um, late night is you have to watch, especially now because you have to watch what you say. You can't just, you're not just free to be funny. Right. You have to be funny and politically correct at the same time. Yeah, no, you can't and be like Carson or, or Sidney yeah. or all those guys in the day that just man, you just unloaded, and I miss those days. Yeah. I won't lie, you know. But I mean, 
But I mean, yeah, so it has to be hard. So I mean, you know. Yeah. So it's a big different thing. You're right. Carson and even Leno, they were just oh yeah free to do what they wanted. And nobody said anything. Now, you know, you you know, they're going back years to find <laughs> something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I did, that's why I said I'd never run for any office, man, because of oh, my yeah. God, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, you're like, you want to get, and you get that Millie Vanilli thing. Uh-oh, we won. Uh-oh, no, we don't want to yep, win. Yeah, now what do we do? Exactly. You know, I mean, give it back. You know, I mean, but I, Every I, I, mistake I said, you've ever made will come out. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I sit there and said, you know what, since I don't want to grab me, I'd have been like, come get it. Come take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. It's on my I, mantle, I think, man. You come get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think one of the, 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 the weird things that has come from this is that people are being confronted with their, their past and everything like that. And how you deal with that, I think, says a lot about you. Yeah. I remember when that whole Me Too movement started. Right. And how some guys reacted, or it was mostly guys. I don't think there was any women. Maybe there was one, two women, I think. But yeah. anyway, most of them were guys. I remember Michael Douglas got accused of it. Right. And I remember, unlike everybody else, everybody was apologizing and said they did this and did that. Sorry. And Michael Douglas said, I didn't do it. Check, do anything you want to, go anywhere you want to do. Check everything you want to check. I'm an open book. That I did, did not do. I've done a lot of things, but I did not do that. Right. And it went away. Yeah. <laughs> it just went away. Whereas yeah. everybody else, it, it either ruined their careers or it threw them into uh, you yeah, know, a big long, deep hole yeah. for a while. You know, yeah. You're in yeah. Liberia for a while. I yeah. Know, so it all, it all depends on how you react. So I always said, if anything like that happened, just confront it straight ahead. Yeah, and take your bumps, yeah. and uh, you know you yeah. gotta go, you gotta walk forward. You gotta say so if you have to be sorry, you gotta be sorry. And if hey, we all, we ain't, I don't walk on water, brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody does. No, um, that's why it's such a, a a weird time. Yeah, for sure. Now I'll tell you what. Now, and, and speaking of which, now what do you have coming up besides Sagrada uh, Degla? What do you have coming up? Well, we've got a couple of things. We've got a um, a film I was working on for a while called Forbidden. It's about a music group and there's a murder that occurs in the music group. Um, so basically it was kind of a Hitchcockian thing. Oh, nice. But we're either going to do it as a miniseries or as a movie. Anyway, we started it. We even have a couple of trailers finished, but actually, again, finances. Right, right, Nobody, right. Um, the people who were supposed to put money in it failed. So then there was we wound up doing Sanguinegra instead, but now that Sanguinegra is pretty much established, we're going to tackle Forbidden next. And also, I have a um, a treatment for a modern well, not I shouldn't say modern, different version of Zorro. You oh. know, it was my favorite. My always been my favorite superhero. I never was a big Batman, Superman kind of guy. I've always liked Zorro. <laughs> I guess it's the swashbuckler. So I want to do a, a different a different take on that. I can see you doing that, man. You playing Zorro? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be. I can see you doing that. It's almost going to be like the mask of Zorro. It's going to be me and a and a, and a kid. <laughs> 
Ah, okay, I got you. You're you're almost like uh, almost like the Cisco kid. You got you got Pancho. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Damn, now yep. really show my age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pancho. <laughs> um, you know, wasn't wasn't that wasn't that his uh, wasn't that his assistant? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, I was I was always a Cesaro Romero fan, so you know, uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, I, I, so who did you dig as uh, Zorro as a kid? Mas the Mask of Zorro with Antonio Banderas, that's like my favorite movie. Yeah, people, know that's I always say, What's your favorite movie? I said, The Mask of Zorro it was you, one of those perfect movies, everything clicked. You know? He was, you, you know, what you look at the people, you know, and Guy Williams, who his daughter's a great. Well, I love Guy Williams too. You know, Guy Williams was great, you know, and the guys yep. who played Zero back in the day, when they came yeah, up, Tyrone with, Power, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tyrone Power, yes, and yeah. <clears throat> they came up in 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 that era, and they they put Antonio Banderas as as Zorro. I was like, man, you couldn't have cast a better cat. Yep, that's it. He has that 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 old world charm that Guy Williams had and yeah. stuff, and but he also was. Legitimately Latin, right? I always thought that's an, that is a little important, you know. Well, yeah, well, Guy Williams from Argentina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So because of that, it just made it more realistic, you know. Right, right. Yeah, Guy Williams. Yeah, he he lived in Argentina so long, <laughs> but he was actually Italian. Guy Williams yeah. was, but uh, he sure he he was perfect though. Oh yeah, he was great for. And, and, but so when they came in modern day. And, and you know our modern day, we're talking about you know, and all of a sudden it's like, I saw Antonio, Antonio Banderas. I was like, man, that guy was just made for that spot. From then yes. on, you know, yep. he, he could write a check. Yeah, those were some. Like I said, you're right. Some actors are made to be that guy. <laughs> some roles and some actors just naturally mentioned. That was one of them. Oh, definitely. It's just like I always said, there's only been. Of all the James Bonds, I always thought they're like, they're two, I mean, I'm a James Bond addict too, so, but <laughs> right. Sean, it was always Sean Connery and then Pierce Brosnan. And I say Pierce Brosnan because he just seemed like he was born to play James Bond. You know, Sean Connery was James Bond. <laughs> I, I loved Roger Moore. and my, my, my Yeah, Roger Moore was great too. John, Roger Moore always put his own spin yeah. that I didn't quite get until now later years I've been looking at him and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Yeah, I, I just, I didn't give any, and forgive me, I, I did a Remington Steel episode, so I made a joke on, on, on the oh, show. Oh, you did? Really? Yeah, yeah, I did back in the day, and I sit there now, I was a thug, you know, and the joke was making, as I said, I, I made a comment that uh -huh. he's, he's just a, a cheap imitation James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. Oh, really? Yeah, no. That was in the script, right? Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. I was joking with somebody when, when I, you know, there just on the thing. Oh, so, uh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to get beat up by, by an imitation James Bond. You know, where's my credit? Oh, wow. You That's know, crazy. I was just joking about it. And he says, well, you know, something like, well, you, you never know or something like that. He just jokes and, and kind of jokes because he's a nice, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, he says, well, you never know. He says, you know, who might play James Bond? Son of an unnamed yeah. goat. <laughs> Ironic, huh? You know, and, 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 I, and I didn't, and then he was, he, he took the joke great and everything else as it was, but. Because I guess I got I got not you know I mean it was he was funny and it was a joking period but the the funny yeah. thing with is is here it is fast forward it and all of a sudden I hear that he gets the announcement he's gonna be James Bond I'm sitting there going oh and my kids are like yeah <laughs> what's up with that pops I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know who's not gonna be the bad guy <laughs> yeah wow that's funny that's but, pretty funny no, man he does he did it I did 
I did have to adapt to him, but but yeah. I did adapt to him, and you know, because you know how he grew up. You know, Sean Connery was jeez, you know, and yeah, just Sean Connery, you know. And, yeah, he was just yeah, and nobody, you know, he was the ultimate, um, you know, combination. Right, you, know, you could see him kicking everybody's ass. Yep, but you could also see why women would fall for him. The guy you know? was ninety, and they were turning or 85, 80, yeah. 80 years old. Yeah. I think it was, and he he was like the sexiest man on the planet. I'm like, hey, sexiest brother, man alive. I think it's sixty something. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> okay, okay, brother, you're the man. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, that was definitely the man. You know, he was bald. Yeah, everything that you say, oh wow, you know, but he just was him. <laughs> yeah, let, let me ask you. Somebody, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to. We have a couple of fun questions, but I'm going to ask you one. So, if you could act with anybody back in the day, turning back the wayback machine, who yeah. would it be? Wow, that's a tough one. You can give me uh, a couple, brother. You can give me a couple. <laughs> okay, if um, if it had to be um, playing a kid, like you know, like as a co-star. Yeah. It would probably be, uh, I always thought Cary Grant would be fun. Oh, nice, nice pick, yeah. man. Cary Grant would be good. And um, there were so many beautiful women back there. Yeah, so give, me couple, give me a couple, brother. Give me a couple. Don't be shy. Yeah, I would probably say Sophia Loren. <laughs> oh, yeah, just go right for <laughs> the fence. The day. Yeah, <laughs> Sophia Loren or... Uh, I remember Brenda Marshall. Actually, she was in. People don't. A lot of people don't know her, but she was beautiful. She was in that first Zorro, Marcus Zorro again with yes. Tyrone Power. She was gorgeous, and and you know, hey, Sean Connery. Sean right. Connery, that's a good one. Yeah. What What about yeah. today? If if you if you could sit there and co-star before any, but with anybody today, pick a couple of actors per se. Who would it be? Today. Yeah. Same question. Well, and this one I'm trying to make happen. I still want to, want to, you know, want to do something with Billy D. That's awesome, you know, man. You know, awesome. And, and we're working on that because he's like eighty-two years old. So you know, <laughs> he's a really cool cat, though. So I mean, yeah, business-wise, totally. I think you could do business with him because he's a really cool cat, man. I think, I think yeah. you could get it done, man. Yeah, and I always wanted to play my dad in something. So, oh, I'm try and see what we can do with that. That's cool. And as far as females, well, it's probably going to show my misogyny or something, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was like Halle Berry and Kate Beckinsale. I don't know why. Those two. You can't lose, man. You can't lose two talented. You can't lose either actors. one of those, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can't lose there, man. Two talented, beautiful yeah. actresses, man. You got yeah. that right on top of the deal, you know? I mean. I like Salma Hayek awesome. I think she's really, she's yeah. got a great. Yeah. Again, super spirit, talented, a lot of beautiful. You know, yep. I mean, you got all, all, all the mix all in one there. You can't, if you lose on that one as an actor, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if, 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 I, if, if I came on and it's like, man, my performance was, yeah, now it's all on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, exactly. <You> know? <laughs> exactly. But, but now. I've seen it happen, too. I've seen guys freeze up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Oof. And you sit there and go, man, you know, that's a shame. That should have been great, you know. And, uh, you yeah. Know? It's funny. I saw, um. Not I saw, but we just finished the the wrapped up of the finale, right? So my co-star was Richard Grieco. I know you know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. met him a couple times. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, and it was this girl who says she's always wanted to be on the show, right? 
So I said, okay, you, you know, there's a role for you. You know, be at a at a casino table. And she said, oh, that's great, that's great. Yeah, and I guest star is Richard Grieco. And she said, oh, no, I can't do that. So I went, what did he do to you? Did he do something to you? She said, no. I said, well, what's the matter? She said, he was my crush all through growing up. <laughs> I had such a crush on him. I think if I was around him, I would, I would, you know, forget my lines. And I go, what the hell? I said, well, you know, just, you know, it's... 30 years, 20 years, I don't know how many years later, you know? Right. She right, just couldn't right. do it. She said, I, I, I want to. First, she said, yes. Then the last me, she said, I just can't. I, I'd be too nervous. So, okay. <laughs> Man. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I work with him on 21 Jump Street and he was, he was cool yeah. as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that is, that is, that is awesome. I love that part. I love that. So, yeah. let me ask you a question. <laughs> away, away from, mm-hmm. uh, Working, man. What have you been doing to relax? You know, with all the stuff going on and everything else. What have you been Netflixing it? Have you been? Yeah, walking? I did. A, I went through the Netflix binge phase, like everybody. Anything and, really good? Anything really good that tickled your fancy? I got into uh, the show Money Heist. Oh, oh, was that good? Yeah, it was really good. I didn't think it would be, but I, it was. You know, my my ex girlfriend turned me onto it. Nice, nice. It was it was awesome, but then I then I started on a roll. Started watching um, what was that one with uh, Ozark? Oh yeah, that and, seems to be a popular uh, one. Then I got into Queen of the South. Oh my God, that's and, great! I, I, I watch it all the time. Yeah, Queen of the South is great. And then I reluctantly got into Bridgerton. <laughs> is it good? And it's actually pretty. It was really really good. I get it. I got it. First, I mean, I usually didn't like those. I hate those Victorian kind of. Right. But the whole way they shot it and the whole diversity thing and everything, just it was just the right time. The story was interesting. And the actors were really good. That makes a big difference when the actors are really good. That's very cool. Now, a couple questions we asked us as fun questions. One, uh-huh. steak or lobster? Oh, steak for sure. Okay. Dinner and dancing or a movie? Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> well, I, I assume you mean on a date. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I would say, I want to say a movie, but damn, I just saw where all the, a lot of the movie theaters are closing down. So I may have to take dinner and a dancing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, and you haven't been no out choice. doing a whole lot of dinner and dancing, you know, in the last year. Or so yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, neither one, right? So it's just kind of <laughs> yeah, movies haven't rough, exactly but... been the deal. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll make it easy for. Okay, horror or comedy? Comedy. You're not a not horror a movie big, guy. Not a big horror movie guy. The horror movies I like are more the psychological thrillers. Okay. I, I never got into like Freddy Krueger and. Oh, you break, you're breaking my heart, Jason. brother. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I, I just the only thing I liked. I do remember um, Johnny Depp's first movie was Nightmare. On right, right, right. Yeah, he yeah. gets killed in the bed. Yep. Yeah, he's one. <laughs> Introducing Johnny Depp came across yeah. the screen, and there goes a, yeah. there goes a claw hand right through him. Thanks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's yeah. another great guy. I like to act with one these days. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, that and a really cool he was, cat too. Um, 
the uh, and and the other one is um, so so. And what is your, what is your one of your favorite comedies? If you go to you you know go to comedies, what do you go to, man? Okay, this is people would never guess, but to me, I think it's one of the best comedies I've ever seen, and I get a lot of flack for it. But I okay. think Mrs. Doubtfire is like my favorite comedy. It's hilarious, Robin Williams? <laughs> are you kidding me? Robin Williams was like that was just genius, dude. Man, it was just like. Yeah, see, that, that was a great throw for me. That was a great pitch for me. So you mentioned my yeah. favorite of all time. You mentioned the actor that was in earlier, Cary Grant, because Arsenic and yes. Old Lace. Arsenic and Old Lace is... Ah, yep, yep. Yeah, my favorite the movie. Cary Grant movie is actually To Catch a Thief. That's my, like, my next to Mask of Zorro. That's probably my second favorite movie. Oh, my gosh, man. And you just right up there. It was there. just such a cool, great throwback to that. That movie encapsulates, encapsulates the golden age to me. Oh yeah, that was a fantastic movie. It was on yeah. uh, beginning of this year. I caught I caught part like the tail end of it on one of the old time movie gimmicks uh, not too long ago. Yeah. And, and I was yeah. like, man, you know. And Cary Grant was just yeah. he was just a man, you know. Uh, if there's one, I don't. I'm not a big remake guy, but if I could ever remake a movie, that would be the one I want to remake. I was just gonna ask my next question. Oh, <laughs> to well, remake to remake or not remake movies? Yes, I would remake that one. For my own personal, um, <laughs> that's my own personal remake. Other than that, I'm not a big fan of remakes. But if you have to remake it, make it better. Yeah. Like, oh, like to me, the best remake was Ocean's Eleven. Whoa, yeah. yeah. You know what? That's that's got to be up there. You know, that's got to be up yeah. there. Ocean's Eleven has to be one of the ones that's close. There's very few movies that very few that are better. Yeah, yeah. But. yeah that that's that's good. You know, that, that's a good one for sure. I think my my oldest son has a movie uh, show, and I think I'm I'm going to throw that out there, and it's going to make him make it his question of it is I might make it my own and sit there and say yeah. because of, because of our show right now, sit there and say, hey, what's the what's the best uh, you know remakes. Because it's only yep. a handful of them out there, you know. There's only about a handful. There've yeah. been some duds too. Oh my God, that that's you know that it is for sure. Well, man, it is. And so, so where can everybody find you on social media, Antonio? Okay, you can get me on Instagram. I'm a Mac Sangrenegra. At, that's A M A C Sangrenegra. S A N G R E N E G R A. And then, of course, my Facebook is Antonio McKay, actor. There's another one who's a track star. I saw me. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, my Twitter, even though I don't use it, Antonio McKay. At, yeah. <laughs> and um, what else? And then, oh, the website for the series is www.sangranegratheseries.com. And where can everybody watch? They go to Negro at. You can watch it on the Tubi Network. The Tubi Network is a is owned by Fox, and uh, all you have to do is download an app on your smart TV or your telephone or your computer, and you'll be able to watch it. Everybody can watch it because the good thing is, of all the streaming networks, it's probably the most popular right now because it's free. <laughs> right. Exactly. No. Man. Exactly. No payment. So. Just download the app and then put in S A N G R E Sangra Negra, and you the show will pop up, and you get to see the you get to binge watch the first four episodes, and then the next four are going to be available very soon, 
and uh, we're doing some negotiations right now. So it may be on a bigger, another even bigger streaming network soon. So that would be an announcement. But right now, the first four episodes are on Tubi. Man, well, I'll, I'll tell you one. what, man. It, it has been such a pleasure having you on. And I hope, man, this is a really cool show. I mean, uh, I, I dig it. I, I love the the person you play. Pretty Ricky on there. Pretty Ricky Santos on there. Yeah, so thank I you. love that, man. That is that is as cool as can be. Um, and you know, by, the, by the way, we're in 48 countries. So, you know, uh, I'm wow. Espanol. Excuse me? Yeah, you speak Spanish? Uh, un poco. And I just wanted to give a little shout out to all our Latin listening fans out there, you know. Buenas noches. Is it nighttime? Yeah, buenas noches. I just want to make sure I'm not saying right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It is just it is just really great to have you on, man. And I, I really appreciate it. I looked forward to this. Like I said, I looked everywhere to find all your spots on here, man. And and your cast, by the way, is fantastic. I mean, you got to. Great. You Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, Danny Arroyo, Ricardo Herranz, Ariana Gomez, Richard Grieco, Eric Roberts, Eric Estrada, all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, without a doubt, this show should pick up and go for a great ride, man. I, I want I want to see this all over everywhere because you guys work hard, and I know what it's like to work on on, on a less than stellar budget. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and yeah. Uh, well, we luckily we have a really good team behind us too. Um, a director, Frank Pinnock, he's amazing. He can make something out of nothing. And our executive producer, uh, Knockout Madison, <laughs> Knockout Productions. Right you know, on, man. And my good friend, Stoney Jackson, who's also, I'm sure you know who that is. Yeah, that is Another great. incredible actor who's also one of our producers. Paula Ann, of course. You know who that absolutely, is. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you to her for yeah. turning around and introducing us, my yeah. friend. That was awesome. And Much thanks to her. You know, you know, I'll tell you what, man. You know, please do me a favor. You come back on again. Promise you'll come back on because I know this is going to be a great hit everywhere. And, uh, you know, I hope you come back on the Lifebox Media Channel again soon. Oh, definitely. I'll be there. Ladies and gentlemen, Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Want to start some Sangre sure. Negra? Mr. Antonio McKay. I really appreciate it, man. You have a safe, wonderful day. Thanks, sir.